I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along So Chloe, you might be wondering why you are wearing one diaper. I am wondering why I I am. You have acquiesced to me wearing one diaper. Yes, there. We last episode we had we had a bat, two bats, and it was it was rigged. It turned out I didn't know uh, that there was voter fraud going on and uh, lies and thievery of the the vote, and you cheated somehow. Uh, well, whether or not that's true until you can <laughs> prove it, it is irrelevant. So, um, you you again might be wondering why one diaper? Why one diaper? You have. You have won a decisive victory. Why have you? Why have you seeded seeded some of your victory conditions? Well, because Chloe, um, do you know what today is? I don't know what today is. Today's February twenty second. No. February twenty second, two thousand twenty two. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Chloe, no. I'm I not. thought. There's a few ways we can handle this bet. I, I said, actually, I can go upstairs. I, said, I can actually I go upstairs and put on another wear, diaper. I said that you need to wear two diapers. Yeah, so I think I, go, I should go upstairs and put could, on another one. In some languages, if you sort of like uh, translate this, the sentence to another language, uh-huh. I don't know what language, translate it through like a hundred other languages, and back to English, <laughs> two diapers could instead mean two's diaper. Yeah, I'm going to go put a new diaper on, actually. So, Instead, I think in celebration uh-huh, uh-huh. of today, the day of twos and the year of twos, mm-hmm. I think that, and, and you lost two bets, two bets. This is just serendipitous at this point. I think, I think the only logical, reasonable conclusion is that that diaper doesn't come off until you mess yourself. I, I don't think that. I, I, I think... I don't have a good argument. <laughs> it's great. It's, so we got it. I'm, awesome. Okay. We're done. I'm, I'm you had your chance. I gave you like five seconds. And I, it was complete silence. There's courtroom law here that if you can't come up with something in five seconds and you, you don't get an argument anymore. Case I, adjourned. That's it. You're, nope. That's it. I'm overwhelmed by the by your evidence <laughs> is the problem. I don't want... <laughs> You came into court like, I got this in the bag. No worries. And then I come up and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm the prosecuting attorney. Here's 4,000 reasons why you're wrong. And you're just like, oh no. The idea of losing two bets ultimately on Tuesday, the 22nd (laughs) of the second month in 2022 is so ridiculously serendipitous you a better podcast host would have planned this and we sure didn't we didn't plan this we didn't plan for two bets on the second month on the 22nd day of the 22nd i the amount of twos associated with this are so overwhelming that i i feel like you need to also overwhelm your diaper i must contribute a two start the episode uh, this entire show the entire show since the beginning of this beginning of the inception of the show that, that we created mm-hmm. together all has been leading to this it point. has 
all of the baby energy has charged up, coalesced into a single moment. The, the start of the show, the whole purpose was to make baby stuff a little bit more normal for you, so you would probably remember at the beginning of the show when you just never, never messed your diapers. I do remember that. And now, that. like, it's a little, it's, it's a little, it's a little, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Uh-huh. You know? And now you're to that point where it's like, yeah, it's blushy, but I'll do it. And now, suddenly, miraculously, this happens. It's like... All the plot threads finally come together. It's like watching the last episode of a really good anime where suddenly everything like, makes oh. sense. Like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, that's where we're at in our chronology. I, we're going to start a new arc next next week. I feel This so. is the end of this entire arc. It was a long season. This is season one of the usual. Is, <laughs> we're wrapping up season one of the usual back I, here with this finale, this very uh, climactic finale. I feel so defeated. I, I want <laughs> I want to come at you with witty remarks and 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 strong counterpoints, but I'm just I'm defeated by all by all the the evidence, the stars themselves aligning. The calendar, the calendar working against me, I, I'm defeated. The gods have planned this. When they invented the calendar, when stars were created, everything was to lead to this moment. How do you feel being the universal nexus of, of all coincidence? Intimidated. (laughs) Who up there doesn't like you, Chloe? Or who, or who likes my mushy tushy too much? <laughs> okay, okay. You have to start the episode. I can't talk about this anymore. It's your mommy. Yeah. Mommy is She's God in the eyes of a child. <laughs> she... <laughs> <laughs> my mommy is God in the eyes of a child, and the child is me, and she has orchestrated this somehow, and I will get to the bottom of it. Start the episode. I... I... <laughs> I can't get into a, a hosting a hostess rhythm until we, we escape this moment. Welcome to the usual bet and 18 up age play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet and the loser is in diapers for the next episode. I am the big sister and counter extraordinaire, Sophie Elizabeth. I'm the defeated baby sister, Chloe Elizabeth. I... <laughs> I feel like I feel in a funk. I feel like I'm Yamcha in the crater from Dragon Ball. Like I, I'm, I'm destroyed. I'm devastated. I don't know how to come back from this. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I think my win streak. Okay, th- I probably will lose this week's bet now because we're in a new season. But this season, this block. Yes. I think I have won enough in a row that just this has happened. So like I, it's, it, it, it all culminated in this moment. I feel, I feel, I'm so, I'm shook. I, okay, on one hand, I took a losing bet last week out of curiosity. I, I didn't agree oh, with it. Oh, speaking of that losing bet, um, yes. like the, the one about like, should clothes be sort of uh, internal, inter- have internal external, meaning yeah. versus external meaning, um, was extremely close. I know. It was know. like 11 to 16 or something, which means like 11 people of the... Let me do my math. 27 people who voted on this bet think that clothes should be only internally meaning. And mm-hmm. that's actually really interesting because, I mean, that's that's high percentages. It's I, I'm surprised by how much traction my side got. Being that as a side, I don't particularly agree with. And, it's uh, like 40% of people. Yeah, maybe a little less. Uh, 
people polled. But um, it was really uh, interesting to see how, how divisive this concept is and how important the meaning is to other people and how, how frustrated some people are. I also like wonder how would this compare to what the public perception would have been 10 years ago? Mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. what does this look like in other communities? Like trans stuff is a big thing in, in age play. Mm-hmm. So we probably have a, a bit of a skewed sample. And I'm really curious like how this would compare with uh, other people like other millennials or like like young adults who are in this situation kind of grew up with this notion of, of gender being a little bit more flexible and uh, kind of what that looks like outside of the community. I agree. This I... is a science. Like, the <laughs> psychologist in me is like, okay, I could do a study this is, here. This is fascinating. This is so interesting. Um, on the other bet, I'm really surprised. I am so baffled that I won. We have so many toe suckers on the server. I was sure... They want. They would want the pink milk. Honestly, the pink milk isn't even the thing. It's the gamble. It's the Russian yeah. roulette of baby that just really had me going. I thought it was incredible. I was like, I have maneuvered my chess pieces on this board. I have de- beat Sophie at her own game. And even I like didn't. the idea of like, okay, it's it's you get this pink milk, and what if they taste exactly the same, and like you don't even know which one you're having exactly. until like like five minutes after you're done, and mm-hmm. then like if the effects hit you or not, and you have this like light anxiety anxiety of like oh no is it gonna happen it's oh man it's just so good it's such a good one i'm so surprised it lost you know what it was and i, I saw people talking about this in in Padcatch chat the the hazy milk and the baby milk were so similar that the deciding factor for many of our voters was chocolate milk versus strawberry milk so many people were like you know I feel really strongly about these, but I really love chocolate milk. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you, am I losing on the margins of chocolate milk versus strawberry milk? And I did. Right. But even with the similarities between the baby, like uh, hazy milk mm-hmm. versus like the babyish milk or regression milk or whatever, like the, even though those are very similar and it came down to strawberry versus chocolate, there's still the fact that both of yours are pink. That is so relevant here. I agree. That matters so much. I, I can't believe it. I, I I love the idea. Of, I would have voted for yours. I love chocolate milk way more than I love strawberry milk, but I still would have voted for yours. You know, this opens up a whole discussion of like like what what your caregiver could do to to sneak sneakily do things to you, like secretly putting laxatives in your in your in your milk very or common trope exactly very common like like there's i feel like there's a whole discussion on play here of of subversive ways that your caretaker caretaker can play with you you know i literally just wrote a story um where like the the mommy in the story like hypnotized the little mm-hmm. and had like a very innocuous trigger word that kept happening and like i read that the <laughs> I read that story. Yeah, but like the the little was like like sincerely didn't even know it was occurring because mm-hmm. like the they it was such a normal word that they were using in a normal sentence and it's like why am I feeling this way? Why am I doing these things? And it's like I must want that, you know, to be doing that. Like that's so interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I lo- I also love the reversal of like okay, say you literally force someone through means of just waiting it out or through like laxatives or an enema or something you literally force someone to master diaper mm-hmm. apparently that's going to be a big point of topic this week wow what a surprise <laughs> but um it's like 
they force you to do that. But then afterward they go, oh, look, you did that. Now you have to be a baby. Mm -hmm. Because what are your choices? Either you're like, uh... I'm an adult. I'm an adult (laughs) that fills my pants. Or you're a cute baby doing just what babies do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's... Even though that's not even subtle manipulation, that sort of reversal is so good to me. I agree. I And again, that I, I'm baffled that I lost, just on, on these grounds. But clearly signs that the universe wants me to mush my tush. <sighs> okay, so now that we're on the topic of um, sort of uh, this galactic cosmic power of, of twos. Yes. Um, I, want to, I want to dive into that a little bit further. Now... Well, I- how? What do you mean? What do you, how do you? How do you dive into that concept further? What What are you talking about? We've proven. Okay, I think we've proven. Proven, like mm-hmm. objectively, proven. No, there's absolutely no one on this planet that could refute it anymore. Mm-hmm. We've proven that somehow the number two has an unusual amount of power. It, I, I I think I would agree with A that. A universal constant has been discovered based on our show. That the number two is extremely powerful. Another trend: most littles say they're two. Like, I mean, there's obviously that some is, variance no, that there. That is like some, some. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. If we had a, a, a median, I would say it was probably two. I think that if you looked at adult babies, like littles can be a little bit uh, iffy. They they tend to lean up toward like three or four. Yeah. Um, but like if you look at like adult babies, two is like the go-to number. Mm-hmm. Go-to <gasps> number. Oh my gosh. <gasps> oh my gosh, <laughs> Chloe, it's all there. It's all. It's always been there. This is why there's three kinds of twos because it's two, two, or two. There's a two with two O's in it. I think we're I think we're There's uncovering a two. something. Chloe, 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 Chloe. There's a two with a W. How many U's is that? <laughs> two. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Where are you going with this? My point is that there's clearly some sort of universal power here with twos. Yes. And I think that what this is is a essence sort of of magic okay there is there is a magical force at work now magical force of two if anyone's ever seen charmed (laughs) and i have okay i haven't seen charmed but i still know this charmed was good i enjoyed charm isn't it like really long it's pretty long Longer than a show like that probably should have been. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see. Maybe I'll watch Okay, Charmed. but anyway. If I get enough, like, emails or comments about how Charmed is, like, really the show I should be watching, then sure. That makes sense. But okay. I also have a feeling it's going to be, like, way too straight for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Okay. If someone has seen Charmed. Okay. If someone has seen Charmed, you know. Or if uh, this is a common principle in, like, Wiccan or, like, witchy, magic things. Yeah. It's the power of three. That you know what? Yeah, you're it's right. Like three has uh, a lot of power. I think. I think that the the thing is like uh, the amount of positive positivity or negativity you put in the world comes back to you threefold or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that. But three is a very big number in magic, and I was thinking like, where? How is two getting? What? Where? Where? What's all this power in two? And I yes. think that it's it's magic. But littler, because it's one number less. That's true. So I think that it's actually... Like, it's like baby magic. It, yeah, exactly. Baby magic. Baby... That's ex- Man, you're just... You're <laughs> on the same wavelength as me right now. I'm so here for it. Oh, this must be... This must be the cosmic forces <laughs> aligning. Just really kind of... The synergy. It's oh, so nice. 
<laughs> Usually we're like butting heads a little bit. We got some like back and forth. I don't forth, think I like this new dynamic. But, but we're now. This is we're together. We're we've amalgamated. Okay. Season two, we're basically the same person. Great. What about baby magic? Okay. It's no secret that childishness or littleness mm-hmm. and magic have some sort of correlation. Yeah. You look at things like what do kids believe in? They believe in like fairies they believe in santa claus fantasy they believe in magic they believe Mm -hmm. in spells they believe in like they this is this is this is normal this is normal yes and then you become an adult and you suddenly don't believe in those things anymore and i think this is its own subset of magic i think it's 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 its own thing that this is why littles can still harness this energy Mm -hmm. they're they're still connected to the power of twos right exactly they haven't moved into the the power of three yes this is the we're they're still in power of two here's the thing here's the problem you don't have to move up to power threes you could just move out of magic entirely and then be kind of boring and ordinary right and and that's a fate worse than death i think (laughs) so i actually hold on i want to drop the script for one second let me pull guys okay we're cutting the commercial cutting the informative commercial instead Okay, we're going to get real. Okay. Okay. I, as an adult woman, believe in magic. Yes. I believe in fairies. Mm-hmm. I believe in ghosts. Um, I believe in Santa Claus. And you all might be thinking at home, oh, that's really cute from a little perspective, but um, Sophie, why, why do you believe in that stuff? Mm-hmm. And let me counter that with, why not? <laughs> like, okay. Why not? Why why not believe in that stuff? Okay. You want me to play devil's advocate Yeah, here? you know what? Okay. Go ahead, Chloe. It's not... we're, okay, we're enemies again because we're in the, com- yeah. the commercial yeah. break. We've got the... We're in the little... Like, uh, yeah. We're, yeah we're, we're, keep, 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 keep. Okay, okay, okay. So, it's not realistic. Oh. You're not being realistic. Oh, how so? Uh, well... If to believe in Santa coming down and giving you presents isn't realistic. Santa Santa doesn't give presents. That's uh, that's okay. an adult's job. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Now I'd like to counter. Um, I, I would like to say Santa. If you are listening to this, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. This is a bit. Please, please, oh, yeah. no, please, please understand. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think mean, he gets it. He'll probably listen to the show, right? Probably. Um. Yeah. So Chloe, in response, I want to ask in return, can you prove he doesn't? Well, no, but the burden of proof is on you because you're making a claim that Santa exists. No, I'm personally believing Santa exists. That's my decision. Your decision is not to believe it. That's fair. I see what you're saying. You don't have the burden of proof because you're not trying to prove anything to me. You're trying to hold on to your own You're trying to prove to me that he's not real. Okay, the burden of proof is now on me. Yeah, so can can you prove that he doesn't exist? You might be thinking, I can see the gears in your head working. You might be thinking... Sophie, I could pull the adults mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. leave presents for their kids and they are actually Santa and Santa isn't real because they are the ones that leave the presents and I'm going to pull them and say, hey, do you do you actually leave the presents mm-hmm. or does Santa does? And um, then they'll all come back and they'll say, well, obviously we do. And that yeah. proves that Santa's not real. To which I'll reply, if you pull everyone, do you think, honestly, everyone will say that they did it? Do you think every single no. person will say, oh, no, Santa isn't real. That was me. Here's the problem. People are too chaotic <laughs> to guarantee that everyone will answer, quote unquote, honestly and say, 
No, I am the one who gives the presents. Some people, for the sake of chaos, because because chaos is something innately human, yeah. they will say, no, Santa does it. Right. And also, I, I'm going to play devil's devil's advocate, <laughs> so I'm going to go against my own point really quick, which okay. I know you're technically not supposed to do, but I'm a pants-pooping baby. This is how debates work, right? Yeah. You sometimes have to argue against your own point yeah. to prove the so other I'm coming back point. over to your side really right. quick. Okay. If Santa's so powerful that he can control time itself and deliver all the presents in one singular night to an entire planet, why wouldn't he be powerful enough to convince the adults that they were the ones who bought the presents and put the presents there? Beautiful. Exactly. Beautiful. Fantastic. Okay, now I'm coming back to my own side, which is, again, a step away from your side, which I'm on. Right. Uh, so now now you might be like, uh, oh, well, we've been to the North Pole. There's no workshop up mm-hmm. there. To which I reply... How do you know? <laughs> it's invisible. Or... It's under a, a distortion field. Maybe. Haven't you ever seen Doctor Who? There's, like, perception spots where, like, you just simply won't go to. It's possible, also, that people have seen it and are simply lying. Or it's a, be- a government cover-up. I guess I don't know. I can't... I can't prove that Santa doesn't exist. I can't... I can see the government covering up magic. Like, I, I, I can see that because true. they'd be like, whoa, we can't let people know that other people have more power than us. So okay. we're going to say magic doesn't exist. So to come back, to come back to, to, to the focus of this, I can't take away your belief of Santa. Right. So now we'll, we'll, we'll double back. And this I'm going to broadly categorize to everything such as fairies, yes. such as magic, such as spells. You want me to... To tell you the harm in believing in those things. Right. So now um, we're gonna come back and we're gonna we're gonna flip the script. Now you were you were talking earlier about how the burden of proof is on me. Yes. Now the burden of proof isn't on me because I'm not trying to convince you to believe in these things. Yeah. I, mean, I don't care if you believe in them. I believe in them. That's enough for me. But you might ask, you know, can you convince me? To which I would give a very simple answer, of um, it's just a little more fun that way. That's fair. And then you can do with that what you will, but. What's the harm? What's mm-hmm. the harm in believing in Santa Claus? What's the harm in believing that when I go out and I water my garden, that is making the, the, the fairies happy? What's, what's, what's wrong with planting a tree on the, the equinox in celebration of uh, some fae thing? As long as you are still being a responsible adult, still being considerate of others, and not trying to force these beliefs on anyone else, really nothing. And this might upset some people, but I'm going to compare it to religion. It's, or, you know what? I'm going to be more accurate. I'm going to compare it to faith. Yeah. It is It is the belief in something you cannot prove that that helped you in some way to believe in it to 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 put your faith in something um and as long as you practice your faith respectfully and kindly and without harming other people there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with with religion and there's nothing wrong with believing in things that are maybe fantastical to be, to have faith in their existence as long as it, it it is a positive for you not a negative and as long as it's it you're not hurting other people there's nothing wrong with it that i can think of right like there's nothing wrong with opposing religions like i have beliefs that like other people don't share and there's nothing wrong with that so why is it wrong for you to believe in things that i don't believe in or vice versa exactly again you can't prove a negative you can't prove that 
uh, fairies don't exist. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, you can't it, you're not going to be successful at this. There's mm-hmm. always going to be something, some loophole that you are unable to account for. Mm-hmm. And the belief in these things is a positive for you. It it helps you feel more little. Feel like your world is a little more fantastical. Feel more imaginative. And those are things people lose uh, upon like becoming an adult very frequently. And that sucks. I will say my belief in ghosts has radically changed a lot of my uh, interactions with the world. One, I find scary spaces, mm-hmm. like dark, scary, spooky, haunted house style spaces of like, like I've seen enough movies to know something is going to kill me here. Mm-hmm. And instead of seeing that as some some um, association to a horror film, I see it as if there is a ghost here, like, what it look? What is that? Yeah. Like why? I I oh okay. So we we lived in a house. Me and Pudding lived in a house in Australia that was pretty uh pretty spooky, and uh we Peak we spook. we considered it like lightly haunted. Mm-hmm. Um. Anytime I went into the kitchen in the middle of the night, I would say, I would, I would announce myself. I would just be like, oh, hey, it's me, Sophie, just getting some chocolate milk. Being respectful from, to the, straight to from the, the possible boob. spirits. So, <laughs> and then when I would leave, I would say goodnight and mm-hmm. I would be polite. What is the, what harm does that do? That just, if anything, encourages me to use my manners. <laughs> Listen, as long as you're not hurting anybody and i can't see how you talking to a theoretically empty room hurts anybody whatever like as long as you aren't pushing these beliefs on others or like like acting irresponsibly with them in some way then it's not a big deal and not to say that you can't share those things mm-hmm. like you can share your belief systems with other people just yeah. you know respect that they might have different ones than you. that's fine and this also does come down to uh the inverse of this your responsibility to this other person if someone tells you they believe in something uh you consider fantastical if if kimmy tells me that she believes in dragons or something that they exist we just we haven't seen them it's definitely not my responsibility to try and and tear down those beliefs and and tell her no that doesn't exist and quote unquote educate her oh yeah so like i've actually worked with with clients in a professional setting before who believe in things like uh the Loch Ness monster or um bigfoot Mm -hmm. or stuff like that and like I'm, I'm like, that's awesome. Like, they're, they're, I've, I've had people be like, yeah, I want to, like, go uh, hiking through the mountains and see if I see a Yeti or mm-hmm. something. And I'm like, cool, because you're going to go hiking through the mountains. Yeah, that's, that's probably going to be a really fun, cool thing for you to do. Even if you see a Yeti or don't see a Yeti, that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to go have a good time. It's the same reason people go to Salem to, like... To, like do touristy stuff yeah. or they go to like any of those like the 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 city with like the the mothman statue and stuff like <laughs> i love that mothman statue <laughs> sorry keep going <laughs> but it's like you just go ahead like you're not you're not hurting anyone to have these weird beliefs and people people are so stingy on the concept of well sci it has to be proven by science mm-hmm. for you to to honestly believe in it but that's it's a very black and white kind of adults mindset with a lot of a huge lack of imagination mm-hmm. i i really encourage people to step outside their comfort zone and believe in things that 
may never be provable. And like, that's cool. That's interesting. In addition, some of these beliefs have brought us some of the best forms of modern media ever. Like, you look at horror movies, you look at Dracula, you look at ghost stories, mm-hmm. you look at, like, uh, Halloween. You look at witches, you look at concepts of magic, you look at Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. you look at, like, it's, it's, all, it's all from this really imaginative space of, mm-hmm. of being able to believe in stuff that you aren't necessarily required to believe in. Because yeah. that's the thing, when it comes to science, and I mean, I guess, and that's, some people will prove me wrong <laughs> on this now, which is really frustrating, but... Um, <laughs> Science almost forces you to believe in science because yeah. it can prove its points. And yep. I, I stand by that. I am not an, like an anti-science person. I, I fully support the scientific development of everything, mm-hmm. of people, of, of, of technology, of whatever. I, I, I love science. Yes. I think that's, that should be expected to, to like uh, understanding and progress as, as a people. I feel like everyone should probably like science. The fact that that's not just a given anymore kind of drives me crazy. Right, and the implication there is that science and faith or magic or whatever have mm-hmm. to uh, be uh, exclusive, and they don't. Yeah, they don't. I've, I've never understood that, that <laughs> weird line between them. <laughs> they really, really don't have to be exclusive. Everyone should have... Oh, like, everyone should have beliefs that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Superstitions. People who have rituals for sports teams. Yeah. Like, uh, you're, you're, you can have things that don't make sense. Like, I, that's, it's fun. It's exciting. It's cool to do some, some, it, I love knocking on wood after saying something dumb. Yeah, I like. I do that all the time. <laughs> I know. It's just, is it going to do something? Probably not, but whatever. Who cares? You know, I, I really like that as a an example, a tie-in. Superstitions. Like, I knock on wood when I when I say something. I, I try not to jinx myself when I, I'm rolling bad with a dice in D&D. I take that dice that I've crit failed a bunch with, and I put it in my little dice jail that I have, and which of course I have. When people really want their sports team to do well, they have all these little rituals. And scientifically, can you prove that they're doing anything? No. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't still do them and enjoy them. If you think it's helping, if it helps you to do them, to feel like you're doing something, like you have some smidgen of control over the world, absolutely do it. Especially now as the world keeps, like, getting so complicated. The the feeling of needing control is so difficult to to grasp onto. Mm -hmm. Because we are in a state where we have the highest anxiety rates ever. Mm -hmm. Because... Everything is out of our control. You see on the news things that are happening on the other side of a literal planet mm-hmm. that you could not even begin to influence. Well, do you know why that happens? Why why everything feels so much lately? Hmm. It's because with the internet, we have access to everything that's going on in the world all the time. And we as individuals probably don't need to know everything that's going on all of the no. time because then we feel it's like a somehow A hundred years ago, we sure didn't need to know about everything happening the second that it happens. Yes. We just and lived our ordinary lives and there was a lot less anxiety because you have more control over your environment. Yes. But now your environment isn't just the space that you're in, your home or your town. It's the whole world. Yeah. Sometimes it's even past yes. the world. And that's, that's rough. And this is a whole other conversation about taking responsibility for what you can and can't control. But Which that's... we've actually talked about before with yeah. like, uh, the discussion on whether or not you should wear disposable diapers. Yes. But that's the environmental. You can and can't control certain things. So just 
try and focus on what you can control. Or grab onto the things that make you feel like you can control them, even if you can't prove it. Mm -hmm. This is why I like superstitions. This is why I like magic. And um, I'm I'm about to digress back into removing us from our, our little box yes. that we're in and getting back into the bit because I know you, you guys, it's been so long, you probably don't remember, but I, <laughs> I was going somewhere with this. I but, actually like what we've talked about, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's good background information for what I'm about to say. Yes. But... If, if if you're one of those people who thinks everything has to be proven, let people have their little wins that, yeah. give, that give them a feeling of, of control over a world where they are ultimately helpless. Mm -hmm. And likewise, if you're someone who wants to believe in something and someone comes up to you and says that's not real, say, so? Yeah. Like... It doesn't matter if they don't believe you. If you believe in something, you don't really need anybody else's approval to believe in it. Yeah. Anyway, that's that was our public Sophie announcement. <laughs> Apparently. Um. Now to return you back to your original programming. That that is what this is. It's programming. <laughs> we are programming. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, we've talked about these fantastical beliefs. How it is an innately childish thing to yes, believe in the rule of two yes um so what i wanted to mention here was that i'm a witch mm -hmm. anyone who knows me uh, really at all kind of knows yeah. this about me i i'm sure you've heard the like chloe's story during her halloween episode mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. it talks about oh sophie's a cute little witch um Probably 50% of the commissioned art I get is me dressed as a witch in some capacity. I like witches. I think witches are cool. I grew up uh, on Too Much Halloween Town, and um, <laughs> I will pull back another curtain uh, in that my name isn't Sophie. My real legal name isn't Sophie, but I take the name Sophie from the little girl in Halloween Town. Because that's, that's core to you. Yeah, I loved her growing up. I loved this little girl who had a natural affinity to magic, mm -hmm. who was very good at making up these silly little rhymes to remember spells, and who was always coming up with really creative, out-of-the-box thinking mm -hmm, ideas. Mm -hmm. And she was usually brushed aside as just, oh, you're just a little kid. But she was always right, and I, I really resonated with that. Also, she wears cute clothes. That's and true. I want, like, that hat that she has in the first Halloween Town so bad anyway that's where my namesake comes from is from this this character from halloween because town. you love witches because i love witches i i need to tell you all now that i am not wiccan i am not in any way would anyone call me an adult witch no i you am are a, not a little girl witch you are not a <laughs> practitioner of of the faith you you are a toddler playing with magic wands. Yes, and this is the difference to me between the rule of three from Charmed mm -hmm. and the rule of two from the this baby episode, magic. The baby magic. Because the rule of three intrinsically says the more positivity you put out in the world, the more you're getting back. The more negativity you put out in the world, the more you're getting back. Mm -hmm. I, it is sincerely what I work on. It's sincerely what I believe. And my definitions of magic here are so fundamentally make-believe mm -hmm. they are they are just 
putting positivity out there. One time I had a friend who was having like a really bad day, like feeling depressed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to cast a spell for you. Do you know what this spell was? What? I made up like a little couplet, like a two line poem mm -hmm. that I just made up on the spot. I got a candle and I lit a candle. I got like a thing that reminded me of that person. And yeah. I put it under a teacup, like upside down. And I said the thing out loud. There was no, <laughs> I did not follow the stars. I did not use a gemstone. I didn't use any conventional witchy mm -hmm. thing other than some of the stuff you'd probably find in a 90s children's straight to TV Disney Channel original movie. That <laughs> That is how I, I round out what I consider magical. Okay, so that's adorable. And I wanna I wanna pull the curtain back on what you doing that did. Yeah. Okay. So it might seem silly to have done. It might seem like kind of <laughs> it's immature. <laughs> what? And and some people might be listening and say, well, that's that's nothing. You didn't do anything. I, Chloe, want to illustrate for those people what she did. She told a friend, hey, I care about you. I want to try and do something for you. And then what she did, she did something that made her feel little made her feel witchy and magical so it touched her her core and allowed her to breathe positivity into the world and that that means she got to feel like she was helping a friend who she really couldn't do anything else for and then that friend felt like they were being thought of yes and, and they were for. important and cared for and that they, they did feel better later that day exactly. i mean was that circumstantial maybe but, i'm not saying i'm i'm the reason they felt better but, but you, like I liked that I could contribute to that in Maybe some way. Maybe you didn't have any effect on whether or not they felt better, but you made them feel cared for. And that, that in itself is important. This this little act, it's so much more than doing nothing and saying, oh, sorry, sorry you feel bad, that sucks. Like, you were able to do something, and and that, that means something, that matters. And, and actions are, like, a really great way of demonstrating something, mm -hmm. even though they're silly, pointless actions that I think, other than me, other people would say... Uh, that's nothing but like the fact that i took the time to light a candle the, the fact that i had an object that reminded me of mm -hmm. that person the fact that i built i took the time and energy to build this yeah. small little poem uh and then it recited it and like it shows a lot more than i just saying you care about someone mm -hmm. it's like an actual act of caring i don't know and i no, i agree it's you are you are actioning your your feelings. You are actioning your care. They are this person is important enough to you for you to do something. And I'm speaking about this from like a lens of like uh, how you guys might view it, but I sincerely think that this made a difference. Like yeah. I, this is my belief system. You don't have to agree with me. It, was it circumstantial? Could have been. You can't prove it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it honestly it. it it's very similar, and again, I'm not trying to diminish anyone's faith. It's similar to when someone says they're going to pray for you. Like, yeah. they genuinely, truly believe that will help, and they are incorporating you and and whatever your ordeal you're going through into something that means a lot to them, their faith. And that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. They care enough to, to do that. To I understand, like, why that can be a bit of an issue, because people can use their... Um, like the concept of prayer or yeah. the concept of, in my case, a spell to 
uh, replace like an action that yeah. could have made a difference. It's thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not like it's the only thing you should do. But no. it's, it's not like I only did the spell and was like, eh, that's fine. That's enough. I did my yeah. part. Like that was a part of what I did, and the rest was being it's, a good friend and talking to them. And it, it was supplementary. Yeah, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of all this of. As long as you are still being a responsible, compassionate, like, well-rounded adult person, and you are you are not using these beliefs to to uh, excuse yourself from from mm. adult responsibilities, they're still a good thing. Like like obviously, if instead of helping your friend, you say, "I'll pray for you," and <laughs> and while they're while they're asking for you to pick them up on the side <laughs> of the road, like you could just get in your car and go pick them up. Sophie's not gonna gonna be like, "All right." I'll cast a spell for you to, to, to help you in the situation. But, oh, I'm going to get in my car. But in a situation where she can't help, where she can't just get in her car and go go give them a ride somewhere, this, this helped her. And that's a good thing. And I think it's really cool that you are able to get in touch with your inner child enough, your, your littleness enough, uh, the, the baby magic, the power of twos, and, and uh, have these kinds of beliefs. I, I honestly, I, I kind of wish I could do that. Like, like I, it's, I don't know what all you out there are thinking. All of you, like, I every, know every, every single, single person? person is thinking this exact same thought that I'm okay. thinking now, which is, but Sophie, then the power of two would be less than the power of three because like it's, it, it in the power of three, the, the, the energy comes back threefold. Yeah. And in this, it's, it only comes back twofold. No, no, no. It's exponential. <laughs> it's squared. Oh, it's it's squared. Yes, okay. that's what the two the two is. It's it's, it's not it's not double. It's squared. Right. So so because because Chloe, it's a little two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little two. Oh my gosh, I I'm enraged by that. <laughs> I, I I should spank you again. <sighs> I. I think that that it's really cool that you're able to do that. And honestly, I think if someone is listening to this episode and they're thinking, "Man, I wish I could be like Sophie in this instance," just just do it. Just, just do it. Just find, find something. You, find stuff you want to be true and mm-hmm. just roll with it, guys. Like as long as you're not, as long as you're not hurting other people, and your your information that you're spreading isn't going to lead to the suffering of other people, yeah. then like. Uh, create your own beliefs that really make you happy. It's it's also like don't push your beliefs on other people. Like you know, be respectful of others. I personally like might try to do this. I think it's really cute and charming. Like I, <laughs> I'm trying to get good at like growing plants. And if I could believe in like Faye and stuff and have like like Faye help to grow my plants, that could be really cool. That is really Even cute. if it's like just decorating the pots or leaving little like cute offerings or something or like. I don't know. There's a bunch of different ways I could practice this. And that could make me feel like I have more control over these plants. And I got to tell you, I don't feel like I have very much control over them at all. <laughs> and none of this is an excuse to ignore science. And do yeah. your research. My plants need look light. Up. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's no amount of, of fairy help that is going to stop these plants from dying if they need sunlight and water. Yes. But, um, like, follow science. If you're unsure about something, look it up. Try mm-hmm. to be, like, subjective and have an open mind to the possibility that you're thoughts and feelings might be wrong mm-hmm. but um 
Be a thoughtful person. Just allowing these sort of fantastical concepts to help you in your day-to-day life is is okay. And you yeah. don't have to you don't have to buckle to to other people's demands that like it if it can't be proven that it's not real. And that that's the thing. That's that's my line here about about science and and uh, magic because mm-hmm. I I really really don't want anyone to come away from this conversation thinking, "Oh, well, I can believe anything I want." Yes. This is follow science as far as science takes you yeah. and then from there make up your own stuff be supplemental not don't don't replace things supplement yes, them supplement <laughs> that's um, that's the thing and again positivity be responsible still uh give positivity into the world so that you can get it exponentially back with the 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 power of twos the baby magic and i sincerely believe that that's a thing i sincerely believe that just the more positive energy you put out there it's gonna make other people feel better and then that they're gonna put out more positive energy things are exponential like that people notice it the world sees it and whether you get it back through some mystical karmic force or not like other human beings see your positivity and people like it people like when other people are positive people like when you you do nice things and and are generally nice and sweet person yeah so in in summary the celestial cosmic force that is going to have chloe fill her diaper is kindness (laughs) so great (laughs) and actually in a weird way that is very directly true because i don't think the show would exist without the kindness of our listeners thanks everybody (laughs) (laughs) okay but we do need a bet and i have been thinking one of the questions that someone asked us on our discord was um sort of related to like superpowers and okay i think we can tie it into this magic thing okay okay so someone on our discord asked us if you could have like a superpower mm-hmm. what would it be but the superpower can only be a way to help you with your little it can't be like you take over the world yeah this can't be like super strength and now i can punch through like a building or like indestructibility yeah it, it's, it's, it's got to be something to help with baby small it's got to be a small thing it, it, maybe it could help you with like your job or like something like that but yeah. like it, it can't be it can't be something you can use to take over the world you can't okay. you can't become a super villain or hero with this power it's just it's something that would really help you take care of your little what is this power okay I, I have some ideas. I, I've, got, I've got some stuff in mind. All right. I got a few things, too. I think, okay, let's talk about it, and then we'll pick our thing. Or should, should we pick first? I want to pick first. Okay. We'll pick, we'll pick our bet first, and then after that, we'll discuss maybe more ideas. Okay. 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 Do you want to go first or me? I, I want to go first. I okay. think I've got it. Okay. okay. Well, this, so, this is the new season. This, this, is, this is a big one. Pressure's on. Okay. I've got a really good one. I, I, this is something to help a, a big take care of their little and mm-hmm. baby them into the ground, right? Right, right. So, this is something I've thought about a lot. I, in stories, I'm going to give some background, don't really like the, the magical transformation to an actual baby. Mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. the uh, uh, adult put in diapers aesthetic, right? Mm, yeah, it's okay. cute. 
I can see that. But I wish people would treat me as a baby, like other people. Oh. Now, what if your big had the ability to change people's perception of you? What if your big could make it so when people see you, they see a toddler? You're, they're, they're walking with you, and you're still an adult, and you know, based on your own body, you're an adult, but they have shifted everyone's perception into that you are, mm. are a toddler. So they're, they're, you walk up to someone, and you know they talk to your, your caregiver, your big, like they're an adult, and they look at you, and they only see a two-year-old, and they talk down to you like a baby. Or if you try and do something, they're like, oh, sweetie, no, where's your mommy? Okay. We have to put some limitations on this because I definitely think this could take over the world. No, no, no. It's it's it. It is only used for what I said. They can only change your perception, people's perception, to see you as a baby. It's okay. not. It's not. They can't. They can't just change. I. S- mm, yeah. No. You're right. Okay. Yeah. They're not. They're not making it so that that other people can see anything. They can only do it so that they can see, uh, like people see their charge as as a baby. It's not okay. you can't you can't make people see like like sticks to snakes or something like that. Like okay, okay. So this is well, I'm gonna quantify this. Okay, someone that you are within like say ten feet of. Yes, cannot be yourself, but you can basically make one person within ten feet of you basically have the the perception of that that person to everyone else. Yes, other than other than you and. Uh, the 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 person the person that, is that it's happening to, everyone sees them as a baby. Yes. This does not change any of their clothes. Nope. This doesn't change any of their uh their stuff on them. Which I think this is the key that is going to make it more accessible mm-hmm. for not taking over the world. Yes, because if you can like change their entire appearance, like you can have people like walk into like secure buildings with like stuff they shouldn't. Yeah, that's stuff. crazy. But this is literally just just the person doesn't change mm-hmm. anything else. You still dress them in adult diapers. You still mm-hmm. dress them in adult baby clothes, and then it looks like the baby is wearing those things. Yeah, that's um, exactly. Honestly, it. it might not even change the visual perception of you. It might just change the emotional like oh, response I perception, yeah, like the yeah, cognitive yeah. connection in your brain of oh, that's a baby, and instead of like yeah. okay, you. See see a baby and immediately your thoughts are very different to i see an adult in a stroller instead of even changing the visual perception of an adult in a stroller the the cognitive process changes it jumps from adult in a stroller straight to baby Baby. instead of like adult in a stroller to adult in a stroller exactly i okay that's what i'm talking about i think this is good and it can only be used to make people (laughs) look like babies and i think that's so funny exactly that's that's the power I've imagine actually... having a power imagine in a world of superpowers this is obviously okay well we're intentionally picking really shit. yeah really you there are superheroes and supervillains running around you're not one of them <laughs> your powers you got your powers and you're like oh darn i can't save the day what can i do with this oh i can make people baby you know i've always wanted to wanted to take care of a, a an adult like they're a baby this is the perfect power for me that's actually really really good okay so what are you gonna name this um, oh. you mentioned Doctor Who earlier, and now my head's stuck on, like, perception filter. Okay, perception filter. <laughs> I think that's good. Baby okay. perception filter. Baby perception right. filter. The one that I have in mind, and this is uh, actually something that comes up with me regularly of, okay, Sophie, if you could have a superpower, but it can't take over the world, what would that superpower be? And my superpower would be, I would like the ability... To just speak every language. 
Okay. Oh, I see where this is going. So, yeah. this is because I just love the idea of being able to talk to people in their native languages. I think that's so cool. However, I am... I'm a really bad learner. So, like, it takes me a really, really, really long time to learn any sort of language. Um, and even then, I'm remedial at best. And then I'm also really embarrassed because I'm worried I'm going to do it wrong. Yeah, so then don't I don't wanna... actually say it. So, like, that's a whole other thing. So the flexibility of me being able to confidently be like, I can speak this language. Even mm-hmm. if, you know what, it's, it doesn't even have to be every language. Give me ten. Like, that's it. That's fair. And then I love this idea of being able to have this as my small little superpower. Mm-hmm. For a caregiver... This means that you can speak to your baby in a myriad of different languages yes, that they can, can understand. It, it makes language play so easy. It also means that if you wanted to take that a step further, you could go to another country yep. with your little and just have a week there. Mm-hmm. And you can speak the native language the whole time you're there. And everyone else is speaking that language, too. And you talk too. for them. And the little is just like, I can't, like... And then, like, you'll say something. You'll be like, yeah, I wanted this on the menu. And then the, they would order for you, and you don't even know what they ordered. And yeah, then is what, that what you picked? And then when it comes, it's not even what you ordered. And yeah. Like, yeah, so, like, this is... This isn't even, this isn't even, like, a great superpower. I just... I would love to be able to... It's not even a superpower, because people can just learn yeah. to do this. But I would like the ability to do it without having to learn. And more importantly, I'd like the confidence to be able to say these things without fear of doing it wrong. That's fair. Maybe that's the superpower of confidence. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, multilingual is my... Superpower. My superpower. <laughs> All right. I'm you've... really impressed by anyone who can speak multiple languages. Like my mommy speaks like two languages and like my girlfriend speaks two languages and... Um, she also knows a lot of French and stuff, and I'm just like, man, like, so, so attractive. Um, anyway, that's definitely mine. Usual bet? Usual bet. Awesome. Okay, do anything else, little cool powers for someone to have, like, a big dab? Really, really weak super strength. <laughs> like that Oh, just, you... like, being able to pick someone yes. up. That's great! I love that's that! Amazing. Or, um, the ability to make someone sleepy. Ooh, I love I like the idea that. of putting someone down for a nap and they're literally like, I'm not tired. And then you just like, like tap their forehead or something <sighs> and they like get really sleepy all of a mm-hmm. sudden. Not even like get conked out, just get like, oh, I, I am sleepy. Like, that's so cool. And like, could you use that for evil? Probably. But also like, maybe there's a limit. Maybe like you can only do it like once a day or something. I don't know. I've got another good one. The ability to make somebody relax. Now that might you might be like, oh, strange, but so relaxed that they wet themselves. You make somebody so relaxed, so just soft and. This is the good. question of like, can water benders make you wet your diaper? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you make someone so relaxed, they just relax all their muscles and they wet themselves. Now, if you've already got them that's in diapers, also, that that seems powerful. Yeah, that one that is really like strong. Being able to make anybody wet one. themselves is really powerful. It you really can disgrace is. anybody. You can disgrace <laughs> anyone. Um, Imagine doing it to like someone who's like really important, and then it doesn't work, and you're like, "What?" And it's because they're already wearing a diaper. <laughs> they're like, "I knew you were coming." <laughs> Any others? Um, 
basic conjuration of just like always having a diaper on hand or a baby Incredible. powder on hand or a pacifier. Ooh. Oh my gosh, not even like a superpower, but like a magic like skirt pocket that mm-hmm. just always has a pacifier in it or something. You've got like a bag of holding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, got it's, infinite. it's just it's just baby stuff. I love it. The ability to pull someone's hair into pigtails, even if it's too short for pigtails. Incredible. That is the Magical. most useless superpower I could ever think of. But I and wish perfect. I for wish somebody a would do it to me. <laughs> <laughs> the ability for someone to teleport you to their side at any point. I love the Only idea of that. that one person. Yes, though. I love the idea of that so much because you're like, I'm gonna go do this, and they're like, No, you're not, sweetie. And you're like, Yes, I am, and you run off and go try to do it, and then you're back at their side. I do love that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not even like a magical thing. It's just like suddenly you're not there and then suddenly you are mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. And that's like, honestly, it could just be like a memory blank. Ooh, yeah. Magical ability to produce anything from your breast. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm ending <laughs> no, the episode. No, Chloe, wait, no, wait. No, no, no. We can't keep talking about this. This is an important topic. We need to come back to this at least every two episodes i'm gonna talk to your mommy it is clear you are obsessed with the idea of of nursing from her it is always on your mind we have not gotten out of an episode of usual bet in weeks without talking about this this is the last episode of the season i had to bring it back Mm -hmm. obviously starting next episode Mm -hmm. i can't say it anymore we'll see (laughs) okay that's it I'm, (laughs) i'm out all right. Thanks for listening. This is our half hour long show. Uh-huh. Uh, the usual bet. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do so. Patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Where else? Subscribe to our adult slash Sophie and Pudding. Um, we're, we're pretty cool people, and <laughs> we would love if you did that, uh, if you have the financial stability to do so, because we're really fun, and also we have a whole Discord, and also we, like, I write stories with Pudding, which... Some people probably don't know, and they're really good. Like, they're really attractive. They, they are actually pretty good. Um, Like, some of them are just cute, and some of them are, like, really hot, and, like, <laughs> you should do it. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at The Usual Bet. I haven't posted on any, anything on there in, like, two weeks, so I'm going to maybe do that right now. Um, if you have any comments on our episode or uh, anything like that, please email us at theusualmailbox at gmail.com. That's also in the description. Thank you, Mimi, for helping with our theme song. Thank you, Juice, for our wonderful cover art. You can find him at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. Shame on Kimmy for... Something. I think she's cooking dinner. Thank you, Kimmy, for cooking dinner. You can find her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. All right. All right. Thank you. Uh, thanks, everyone, for sticking through season one of our show. And um, we're really excited to see what, what we got in store for season two. Um, and uh, everyone, please know. Please know. Without a doubt, by this point, uh, Chloe has filled her diapers, and you can tease her on, on the Discord now. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs>